When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Outside the Barbarians 22. Lovely ball again to Forster. Out to Ellis. Ellis is an easy runner. Tui Gamala goes. Tui Gamala over the 22. Tui Gamala all the way. A magnificent score. He got the ball down, the referee says. It may have leapt away. But what a superb score for this big lad. Yeah, Vainga Tuigamala scoring the error uh, against the Barbarians uh, back in December 1993 at Cardiff Arms Park. Uh, one of many uh, memorable tries uh, in a number of jerseys and a number of codes, actually. Uh, this is a very sad day. And to reflect a little bit on the, the life and the career of, of uh, Vainga Tuigamala is uh, the legendary Grant Fox, of course, uh, with Auckland uh, and with the All Blacks, the same pathway that uh, Vainga Tuigamala took. Uh, Foxy, good morning. Thanks for your time today, and thanks for answering the phone at the last minute. Um, these things Ple- happen, pleasure, but at mate. the age of 52. Age of 52, oh, very, very sad. I oh, know. Oh, no. It's a sad day, isn't it? I was out walking the dogs this morning and got back to a text from your producer, and I thought, God, what's happened here? So I had to go online and check, and, and um, God, just... I'm shattered, to be honest. Um, you know, far too young. Um, you know, we've lost an icon, but his family's lost a lot more. Absolutely right. And, uh, you know, our, our thoughts absolutely go out to them at this time. Uh, Foxy, my memory of him, um, uh, listen, uh, obviously I was watching him as a rugby player, but I, I met him on one or two occasions, and uh, you kind of felt like you'd known him all your life. He was that engaging and just that good to be yep. around. Yeah, he always had time. He always had a smile on his face. He was always a giver, never a taker. Um, I mean, I my first recollection of Inga was Auckland '88 when he first got packed and he came this um, explosive, elusive, um, um, you know, quick, um, dynamic rugby player. That I thought, oh my God, what have we got here? This is something special. Um, and um, and he always had this guy just had a you know a, just always had a smile on his face and I, just as a as a five eight who used to have to deal the cards he just gave you so many options because he could he, he could bring him in you know off nine outside ten outside twelve or inside and he was you know elusive enough and quick enough to go further wide and come in from the blind side to go outside centre and attack wide channels so. Um, he certainly gave you options if you're, you know, the guy who's dealing the cards. He, you know, he presented a, a I mean, we'd gone through a stage of, uh, you know, fairly skinny, sprightly wingers, uh, and all of a sudden we're, we're going into uh, this kind of uh, player, which he was the first uh, of uh, a number, really, of that style of play. 
Yeah, although I, I look back, I mean, you know, I, I can remember vividly Brian Williams in 1970, and he was pretty powerful, wasn't he? Um, yeah, you know, he was. So was JK, for that matter. Um, but I saw a post from Ben Artinger this morning, and I actually thought summed it up beautifully, you know, Dan. It just simply said, before Jonah, there was Inga. And I actually think that captured Inga beautifully. Um, so, you know, and he went on. You know, he didn't play a test match till he got you know, All Blacks 89, didn't play a test till 91. I And my memory at times doesn't work particularly well in, in, in around, you know, what happened, you know, in, in too many games. But I can remember um, reasonably vividly, and I might stand corrected a little bit here, but um, 1991 World Cup, we were playing Italy. Um, I think it was the last pool play. I mean, we all know that team wasn't playing particularly well. I was playing worse, um, and we were we were battling in you know not great conditions against Italy. And Inga changed the game as he was prone to do. You know, he got a, a bobbled ball. I don't know whether it was a pass off me or a short pass off someone else. I can't quite remember, but it was probably a move we hadn't quite got right. Inga popped up in space, took a little a little short pass and burst through. And I think it was from around the 10 metre line. And if he didn't score it, someone else did, but he did all the work. Um, and that was just typical Inga. He was a guy who could change a game. You know, the team at that stage needed a bit of inspiration, and in that particular instant, Inga provided it. Yeah, you mentioned before you remember him coming into the side um, and what kind of presence he brought, but, I mean, he's not your quintessential rugby player in that regard. I mean, a rugby player is very serious about it, but uh, but, but it, this, it was the smile. You know, it, I think the yeah, smile no, is no, the no. thing that, that, that I, that I um, will miss the most. Yeah, I, look, he was cheeky, Inga. You know, he had this impish sense of humour. Um, you know, at, at, at training at times, you know, I, I can remember some Auckland trainings and you'd be, you know, we always tried to train faster than we could play and we'd be getting through some hard work and you'd be have used Inger a bit and he'd have his hands on his knees and he'd look at me and say, it's almost to say, please don't call me again <laughs> with this big smile on his face, you know, and if I called him again, he said, oh, okay. You know, he was just, you know, he, he was cheeky in that regard. Um, you know, always, um, as, you, as you know, you use the word engaging. You know, he was always, he was happy. He was happiest, sure, uh, with his family, absolutely. But then, you know, in, a, in, his, in his rugby environment, um, he was in his happy place. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned before he had time. He had time for teammates. He had mm. time for, yeah. uh, and respect yeah. for that. But he also had time for the public. Uh, and that in itself, and... I've just had a text come through this morning saying uh, he remembers Inga signing uh, for kids uh, at a, after a, an all-black training session, uh, this fellow, Stephen, yeah. and he said he, he just didn't sign. He stood and talked and wrote the messages. You know, that 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 is yeah. a point of difference. Yeah, and, and he was always like that. And he had a big signature too, you know. I mean, I can remember sitting beside him signing <laughs> balls and it started as Vainga to Igamala. It had been eventually shortened to Inga because the ball, the ball when you're sitting in a the circle, they all piled up as adding his chair. So he had to figure something out <laughs> to get the flow going better. So it's very shit because uh, everyone knew him as Inga anyway. So he could actually, that yeah. was absolutely fine. But, you know, Vainga to Igamala was, you know, it took him quite a, to- a bit of time to get through it, particularly if he start, if he sat next to Richard Lowe because he'd just sign our Lowe. So there would be a bottleneck there. And that was always a, gr- a great deal of humour <laughs> like, when we were doing that sort of so, thing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so um, but you're right. Yeah. He was always right. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't just sign. He'd talk to you. There was always a message. Um, yeah, he was just you know, as I said, he was a giver, not a taker. And across the codes as well, Foxy, because I remember he's very faithful to Ponsonby. Then in, in Auckland, of course, yes. great legacy there. 
the All Blacks. And then, of course, he, he changed codes uh, and he became, oh, I'm reading a tribute from uh, Jason Robinson this morning. Yeah, Quite I clearly, he had the same yeah. effect same effect in league, in league yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, he had a remarkable league career. You know, I mean, he, you know, don't forget the game was amateur winning a played, first played. Um, and you know, obviously, he went down a professional path with with rugby league, which gave, which was just another. It extended his rugby career because you know, in, in a way, he wasn't getting picked at the level you know he wanted to um, um, in New Zealand anymore, really. And so off he went, and um, and you know, there was another career, a bit of a rebirth, if you like, um, profound influence on the game of league over there on Wigan, um, on people like Jason Robinson. Then he went back to rugby. Mm. He played for Newcastle and Watt, you know, before. So he had a long career in the endinger and, you know, got some great financial reward out of it and then, you know, came back home because he was always a homeboy here, um, you know, and, and, and a very proud Samoan. Played um, a number of tests for Samoa over, what was it, 94, 95, 96, I think, That's was right. that period. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, um, and then, you know, age eventually catches up to all of us and you can't play the game you love anymore and, You've got to do other things in your life, and uh, Inga got into things again where he was giving back to his community. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he did. I remember a number of fundraising things that he tried, and a number of yeah. initiatives he launched uh, for the sake of of church and family. Yes, yeah, and you know, he, he got into. I think he got into the gym business, um, and he got into uh, the, uh, the funeral home business. I'm trying to think of the right um, the undertaker yeah. business. All part, yeah. all design, really, to help his, his community, you know, to put... Because, yeah. you know, he intuitively understood uh, and connected. Uh, and he was, too, he was he was generous to a fault. Because I think, you know, at times those businesses may have struggled a little bit because Inga was always too generous, you know, not only with his time, but, you know, um, and just wanting to help people out. Typical Inga. Yeah, you know, and and look, yeah. yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, ironically, too, Foxy, he was... Um you know, this comes at this passing comes at a time where he would have looked very fondly upon the introduction of of Moana Pacifica into top level rugby uh, as a franchise in their own right. I mean, very proud island traditions. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I was just talking to Jake A this morning, um, and he was just telling me a little story. Soaring of very recently, and he said he was it was with um, you know um, um, he was sitting in his cafe and he noticed three big, uh, four big island boys um, and um, on the footpath, and they happened to be Hinger, Ronnie Clark, Charles Rickerman, and Bradley Meeker. <laughs> You know, and they'd been they'd been on a bike ride, I think, from Swanson or something. So this was like halfway house, turn around, go back. Um, and Jake has had a wonderful catch up with him, you know, which is again, you know, typical winger. Um, you know, and he would have probably been right in the middle of that with all of that cheeky sense of humour. But um, you know, and it's a it's a sad time. I mean, his family been through a sad time just very recently. He lost his you know his younger sister only three weeks ago. So God, the Toy Gamala family are doing it tough at the moment. They are, and uh, as I said before, our thoughts certainly uh, go out to them uh, when uh, he does have a send-off. And, I, you know, in these times yeah. it's uh, probably a bit restrictive for what it might be, but I imagine the rugby fraternity will want to be, and the league fraternity will want to be a seriously big part of it if they can. They won't have a place big enough, Smithy. <laughs> I don't no, no. No, 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 you're right. I, I'm thinking, it's you know, it's it's, it's kind of Jonah-like, really, isn't it? You know, the tributes will just yeah, fly in. Yeah, it is. Uh, and be, yes. because 
because of the age too, I think of the early past. Too young. I mean, yeah, we've. I mean, <laughs> we all know these things happen in life, don't they? But they sort of happen to other people. They don't happen to our circle, do they? Really, not very often, no. anyway. But every now and again, it no. touches. You know, uh, touches a bit closer to home. And sadly, very sadly, this is one of those occasions. Yeah, it is, Foxy. Uh, can I, I just briefly just change the subject uh, on a on yep. a happier um, note? And that is, of course. Uh, your blues, and I can say that now because you've hung up your selecting um, robe as such, and you can say we should start talking about your blues again. Uh, are on display well, this I've weekend. I've got a few months to what? go. I, I'm, I'm, I've still got to roll okay. the end of July. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. the blues. Then we'll take the blues are in action this weekend. You may or may not. You may or may not watch. <laughs> uh, what, no, are you, what are you expecting here? Yeah. What are you yeah. expecting, mate? Well, um, yeah, um, well, you know, they, 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 they may be short of a hit out because they weren't able to play last weekend. Um, but, you know, it, it's, I mean, this is, this is a tough competition way to start. You're not going to get any, you know, not saying that if we were completely trans we you'd get any easier games, but it's, you just, this is a competition that um, it's, hopefully it goes its full course and doesn't get, doesn't get disrupted, but we've got to wait and see on that. But, um, you know what I'm what I'm seeing here is a, a blue side that after having success in the Trans Tasman last year um, will have more confidence. You know they've worked hard in the off season. Might all the teams do this, so there's nothing new in this. But um, you know um, I'm you know they've again they're the sort of side if they can if they can play with discipline. Um, you know. Um, make sure that they they are good at taking their opportunities. It's the same for any team at any level of the game. Nothing's new here, but they're always a side that sort of had enough talent, but sort of maybe at times, you know, didn't always choose the right option, created opportunities, you know, didn't quite didn't quite nail it. So if they can keep getting better at those sorts of things, which they did last year, then, you know, um, you know, for their sake, I'm hoping that, you know, they get off to a good start. But, you know, so so are all, all the teams in this competition. You know, the Crusaders have already laid down a mark, and no surprise there, is there? Yeah. Um, you know, no. they're, they're going to be incredibly, com- you know, competitive. And at the pointy end, once again, they'll be a tough side to tip over. But, um, you know, we'll just see what see what unfolds. It's early days, so we've got to be careful. I've already been doing a bit of work on the computer, and you, you're sort of making notes, and you've just got to put in the back of your mind that, okay, it's it's early. Right? We've got to see how things are tracking in, you know, the middle of the year from, you know, that's from an all-black selection point of view, or middle of the campaign to the back end. But, mm. um, you know, the teams can't wait to get going to the middle of the back end of the campaign. They've got to get going now. And on, uh, upon that, they rely on some of their big guns to make sure they've got form early. So um, um, anyway, we'll see, how it, we'll see how it all unfolds. Just uh, finally, um, I know you, um, you're a proud dad and you're especially proud uh, with Ryan's performance, his last performance uh, uh, in the UAE uh, region. So yep. uh, I just got to know, how, he said he did a lot of pacing. I, I watched him actually. I, I watched him specifically <laughs> because he said he paced. He paced around the greens while other people were lining putts. He couldn't stand still. Uh, what was your carpet like in your room? <laughs> yeah, well, we were watching. We were on the couch, to be perfectly honest. And um, it was a, it's a nervous watch. You know, it's like when you're watching your kids play, mate. You so desperately wanted to do well. Um, and they're usually more calmer than, than you are. Um, but he was, I mean, I could see that he had nerves early. You know, he, he was struggling to deal with that early. Um, but I was really proud of how he stuck at it and the character he showed. To, you know, he got a little bit wobbly. And then he played that tough stretch, 9 through 12, really, really well. Bit lucky, but got through it. And then I thought it was really solid coming home. And so very proud of him. Um, he, he rang me 
um, um, the next day, and he'd had a few. He'd, he'd had a few with the South African boys, and he was in his hotel room on his own. He said, "Oh, Dad, I didn't enjoy that." And what he meant by that is actually going through it. And I, I you know, yeah. I mean, I understood that because at times you don't necessarily get that enjoyment going through it. You get that you get it afterwards when you've actually got got the job done and you got what you want out of it because you put yourself through hell. Um, and that's what he that's what he felt. But um, anyway, uh, he was out for dinner um, a couple of nights ago. Um, um, and I, what I'm glad this time, so he's got he's got a chance to enjoy this. Last time he won, and I know it was a, uh, a, a different event, but he, we went to Mexico a couple of days later. And he just did not get the chance to sit back and and, and enjoy what he achieved. This mm-hmm. time he's done. He's been able to do that in Dubai with some Kiwi mates and some of his good mates from the on the South African side of the tour. Um, he's home. You, you can enjoy it. Get get into some more work, and he's going to head back up to Europe around early to mid April. So um, you know, just enjoy it. Get you know, um, um, and uh, go fishing. That's what he loves doing. Mm. You know, um, get back to work, and hopefully get going. And hopefully, it's the start of you know what will be a good what will be a good season for him. I'm sure it's going to be, mate. I really am, and uh, I feel good for him. So, uh, so look, hey, thank you very much for answering your phone at the last minute, and uh, I know it's going to be a tough day for, uh, for a lot of you guys, uh, losing a, a great teammate and a great mate like that. So thank you for your reflection okay. too and, and letting the folks at home know just a little bit more about a man that we've lost today. Thanks, Foxy. Okay. Thanks, Nelly. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Cheers.